Orlando, Florida, on this awesome international podcast, Good Wine and Great Laughs, Season 5, Episode number 11, and today's topic is Florida Governor de Satan and the GOP are scamming against minority groups. You will know shortly the type of wine I am drinking. So ladies and gents, let's get this party started. Let's go! Ladies and gents, once again, this is a boy Casanova from Orlando, Florida, on this awesome international podcast, Good Wine and Great Laughs, season 5, episode number 11. And once again, the topic is Florida government is Satan and the GOP are scamming against minority groups. And today is Saturday, October 22 and the 22nd. <laughs> I'm pretty correct, it's October 22nd. And the weather here in Orlando is going to be generally sunny, highs of 81 and lowest of 63. And I know Floridians are happy with this better weather because here on Wednesday the temperature dropped and was on the mid 50s. And Floridians were already bringing the jacket, the gloves, the scarf, the boots, and everything because <laughs> I can't take it anymore. It's so cold. Don't have no clue how cold it is in other parts of the state. This just for me is just a breeze, ladies and gents. But once again, ladies and gents, before I jump right on the topic, I will let you know about the wine of the day here at Casa Casanova. And ladies and gents, I just let you know that I got a, I have a good friend of mine that sells wine and all the information about how to get to her website is going to be on my YouTube channel, Good Wine and Great Laughs, under the description part. Just click on the description. Now it's going to open up. You're going to see the link for the today's episode. Also, as well, we're going to see the link on how you can get those great and delicious wine directed to her website account. So, and I got a great deal. I got eight bottles of wine for an awesome price. And today, I'm going to start with this red wine. It's called the pause button. And it's called the restful red. And according to the information that I got, and the one thing about, about this wine, because they break down all the information. Each wine comes with a card that has all the information about the wine. And in the back, you're going to see a recipe that they recommend to you for how you know, food pairing. And they give the recipe of one of the options they recommend. So the information about those wine, according to the card, says this is a dry blend of four varietals, has a very dark color in the glass due to the high intensity of pigment in the Shiraz and Carbonate Sauvignon grapes. The wine offers a deep, fruity nose of cherry, plum, and strawberry. Later, this one review notes of milk, chocolate, dried 
herbs, and toasted oak. This wine is easy to drink with a short to medium intensity and a balanced combination of fruit, tannins, and acidity. This dry, layback wine will be perfect to sip at your next barbecue. The varietals are 43% of Shiraz, 35% of Carbonet Sauvignon, 17% of Red of Ruby, Carbonet, and 5% of Zinfandel. This wine is from California. It was released in October 2022. This month, and they recommend to serve this wine as room temperature. Aging process was three years. Alcohol percent of this wine is 13.5. Is a dry red wine. And say right here also, the fun fact about this wine is there is no California-style Shiraz. Depending on where it is, it is grown, it can range from bright and sassy to dark and serious. The recommendations for pairing as concerned and regular recommendations for food is concerned, ravioli, barbecue, chicken, roast, pork loin, many cases. For cheese is concerned, they recommend a provolone and a camembert. And in the back, there's a recipe of how to make an Old Bay barbecue chicken, ladies and gentlemen. So this is the first time having this wine. So let's see what this wine is all about. All right, ladies and gents. <clears throat> For those that like, uh, like I said, for those that like red wine, dry red wine such as Malbec, you're going to definitely love this wine. I love it. I will give a 10 for this red wine. Very, very delicious wine. Definitely. You can feel sound definitely. Right? They say exactly what they say on the car. They're going to feel the tinning and uh, the palate at the end of the palate of this wine. You know, say right here, they're going to feel the nose of cherry, plums, and strawberries. Very good wine, ladies and gents. I definitely like it. And this wine, make it. Dun, 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 dun. Make it to my <laughs> empty bottles collection. And like I said, for those that's first time listening to my podcast, if I like the wine, I keep the bottle because people ask me on often that what kind of wine they like. So instead of say the name, I just send the picture of all the Red wine that I would recommend for you to drink. So once again, this is a number 10 from my point of view. Great, great wine. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's a winner. From my in my point of view, ladies. So and once again, all the information about how you can get those delicious wine, just go to my YouTube channel, Good Wine and Great Life podcast and on today's episode you're going to see the name and that's under the description now open that so you can see the link of how you can get this one for my great friend winter hobson so let's jump out let's get busy over here at casa casa nova 
So, ladies and gents, I found this, this great article. I'm not going to read all the whole article for you. I will give the information that was published on the MSN website. And I believe it was published on this Save His Saloon. And if you click on profile sheet there, this article was, this opinion was written by Heather Digby Parton. And the article's name is what will a GOP majority actually do? Almost nothing, but in the worst possible way. And the only thing that caught my attention after going through this whole article is just one thing they say right here that says, like Trump, they are also driven by revenge and have already made clear they plan to begin a broad quote-unquote investigations into various Democratic officials and affiliates, including Hunter Biden and Dr. Anthony Fauci. Various members have stated that may, they may seek to impeach the Secretary of State, the Secretary of Education, the Attorney General, and the Head of Homeland Security, as well as President Biden and Vice President Harris, ladies and gentlemen. So I'm going to jump right on this video from the show from MSNBC Network from X Alex Wagner that she got some good information what's coming if the GOP take the majority. So listen to this real quick, ladies and gents. This is what House Republicans are calling them. Hold on for a second, I have a little technical difficulty. Let me try this again. Hold on for a second, ladies and gents. All right, let me start over again. That was a technical difficulty. I apologize, but let's try this again. This is what House Republicans are calling their commitment to America. An economy that's strong, a nation that's safe, a future that's built on freedom, and a government that's accountable. Those vague platitudes are what the House Republican Caucus rolled out as a platform last month. The fine print in their commitment to America plan doesn't really have much else in it. Some parts are a little more specific, like saying Congress will ensure only women can compete in women's sports, or saying that they will protect the lives of unborn children. Even then, though, the platform doesn't really explain how the party plans to do any of that if they take control of the House next month. But if you look at what Republican leaders are saying, well, then they are being quite clear, and their plans are very good. Back in 2011, Republicans used the threat of financial collapse as part of their negotiations with President Obama. And now, Republicans are planning to do it all over again. Today, in an interview with Punchbowl News, Republican House Leader Kevin McCarthy said that if Republicans retake control of the House, he is planning to hold the U.S. debt limit hostage to force Democrats to sign off on conservative policy changes. Quote, we'll provide you more money, but you've got to change your current behavior. McCarthy was wise enough to deflect when asked specifically what he had in mind as far as the spending cuts, but the four top contenders for the House budget chairman, if Republicans win in November, they have been more upfront. All four of them told Bloomberg last week that they plan to use this debt crisis hostage technique to get things like Social Security and Medicare eligibility changes and work requirements for safety nets like the SNAP food program. 
raising the eligibility age for Social Security or Medicare and restricting access to food for our country's most impoverished people, those are all deeply unpopular ideas. But the theory here is that that does not matter. Republicans are saying that if they take the House, they will give Democrats an option. Cut social safety nets or Republicans will destroy the global economy on purpose. It is totally bonkers, but it's real and the Republicans are not hiding. They are saying out loud exactly what they are planning to do if they take power and everyone should start listening. In the same interview today, McCarthy foreshadowed that Ukrainian military aid might also be at stake if Republicans take the House. He said, quote, it can't be a blank check. That threat to cut off military aid to our ally in Ukraine as it fights off an invasion from Vladimir Putin's Russia that drew the following response from Liz Cheney this evening. I don't know that I can say I was surprised, but um, uh, I, I think it's it's really uh, disgraceful that today uh, Minority Leader uh, McCarthy suggested that if the Republicans get the majority back, um, that that we will not continue to provide support to the Ukrainians. Disgraceful, maybe, but not exactly surprising. Early last year, Congressman Marjorie Taylor Greene was kicked off all of her committee assignments in the House for spreading hateful and violent conspiracy theories. McCarthy has pledged not just to give Marjorie Taylor Greene back her assignments if he takes power, but potentially to give her better committee assignments. After the FBI raided former President Trump's Mar-a-Lago home in August, McCarthy tweeted that Attorney General Merrick Garland should preserve his documents and clear his calendar. McCarthy vowed to investigate the Justice Department. The top Republican member on the House Armed Services Committee has said he plans to hold investigations on the U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan. The top Republican on the House Oversight Committee wants to open a national security investigation into Hunter Biden. He also wants to open an investigation into Anthony Fauci for some reason. The Republican plan for Congress, at least while Joe Biden is president, is to turn it into a zoo. A zoo with an active economic hostage crisis where nothing can really get done. Republicans know they can't really outlaw abortion. President Biden has said he vetoed it. They know they can't really do all sorts of things. But they would have the power to investigate and they would have the power of the purse. And the plan seems to be to use both of those to sell chaos. All right, ladies and gentlemen, on that note, the broadcast is going to take a quick, quick break. When I come back, I have a great, great video from the Roland Martin uh, YouTube channel related to what the governor of this state is doing right here in the Florida, going after the people that got their votes right uh, reinstated, but these are the shenanigans once again. So, your boy Casanova's come back shortly. Tonight, International International all right, ladies and once again, this is a broadcast and open the second and final block of this international podcast.
good wine and with laughs. And ladies and gents, I have this awesome video from Roland Martin on his show. Roland Martin unfiltered. And this was published, I believe, yesterday. Yes, I have the date right here, but it say right here on the the title of the video is called This Satan's This Sentence, aka This Satan. Ridiculous voter fraud crackdown leads to arrest, anger, and mass confusion. And it's available on his YouTube channel, Roland Martin unfiltered so i want you guys to listen to see what's going on here in florida you guys need to pay attention because you may be next so here we go in florida amendment four passed which restored the voting rights to folks who are formerly incarcerated and after that happened it was by a wide margin republicans then uh republicans then began to change the law because they saw what the impact would be. Upwards of, of 1.4 million people were going to be impacted. And so what Governor Ron DeSantis did was how shameful and despicable this man is, uh, created a so-called voter integrity unit, but they then began to arrest people who they say voted fraudulently. Uh, the New York Times, the Tampa Times, the other newspapers, they've been reporting on this, and this is a video that went viral today, body cam footage of police officers arresting people, largely black people, who they claim voted illegally, even though the state of Florida told them they were eligible to vote. Watch this. So, apparently, uh, apparently, I, I guess you have a warrant? For what? I'm not it's sure. for voter stuff, man. For voters. It's, it's, uh, what it know? is, it, I think the agents with FDLE talked to you last week about some voter fraud, voter stuff, when you weren't supposed to be voting, maybe. So, that's what we're not the case agents, but what you got to do, they, they have reduced your bond quite a bit. It, it's two felony charges for voter fraud, but they've reduced it to $500 bonds. So it's $1,000 Oh, my God, man. What so, Yes, sir. So, unfortunately, right now, we're going to have to take you to jail but you're getting you got a bond right away you don't have to get urgent care and stuff like that so Oh my God! Wait, wait. Let me tell him. Wait, wait. Let me tell him. He's right here. Right here. So you can put your hands right on the back. Oh my God! So, ultimately, ma'am, you have a warrant. Okay. The warrant. Hold on, listen. I know you're. You caught off guard. I understand. Right. So you have a warrant. It's for voter fraud. Okay. Get me out. It's an ROR. You know what an ROR is? Oh my God! You go in, you get booked, and then they're gonna release you from booking. Right You're gonna be right back up. Okay? Right right but you have a warrant. Okay. Okay, Well, so that's the thing. I, I don't know exactly what happened with it, but you, you do have a warrant. That's what it's for. Okay. Oh my god. Yeah, so I don't know what happened with that, but but the warrant was just made uh, yesterday, so I, I yeah, I know. I, I I don't know, man. I honestly couldn't tell you. Okay. But I gotta I gotta do some paperwork. 
Hey, unfortunately, you got a warrant out, okay? Warrant? Yes, sir. It's because of the sex offender thing that you can't vote. So, I mean, the warrant is for the voting deal. Like just a second, ladies, I just want to hear real quick. Well, then you can probably vote. Oh, hey, see. just fill out the form. And There's something I need you guys to know. I just reminded the video a little bit. Because I want to know what's going on, exactly here in Florida. So, you have an election here in Florida in 2018. The Florida Constitutional Amendment restored the right to vote for two felons. It did not apply to anyone convicted of murder or sex or, fel or felony sex offense. For the record, remember that. It's because of the sex offender thing that you can't vote. So, I mean, the warrant is for the voting deal, I guess, but... The law intended to cause confusion about who was eligible, and the state court registration form forms over offer no clarity. For the record, yeah, I guess they're doing like some kind of roundup thing or something for all the ones that were within the county. Yeah, I had to do one of these this morning already. Oh, really? It doesn't say it on the... Let, let's walk over to my car, okay? Y'all doing this now, and, and this happened years ago. I don't know. I, I have no idea. Man. This shit is crazy, man. That put me in jail for something I didn't know nothing about. Why would y'all let me vote if I wasn't, uh, I wasn't able to vote? I wasn't able to vote. Go. Gentlemen, now it's Neil Volz, who's de Deputy Director for the Florida Rights Restoration Coalition. And Neil, glad to have you uh, on the show. Uh, let's just be clear. This is shameful, des despicable, and sadistic. Uh, and this is the kind of intimidation from an autocratic leader like Governor Ron DeSantis. It is designed to intimidate the formerly incarcerated to keep them from voting in that state. Well, man, Roland, thank you for having me. Well, man, Roland, thank you for having me on and, and watching those videos, man, it's just heartbreaking. It puts a face on the system, man. It's just not working. It's, uh, it's, it's reverberating around the community, like you said. People are confused. People are scared about voting. And, 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 and it's just having a real disruptive impact uh, in terms of those things that uh, you know, seem to make sense. Right? They, they, they said it in the video. Everyone there got a voter uh, identification card from the government. And then years later, the government now is arresting people on voter fraud. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense, man. 
doesn't make any sense, man. I remember when Amendment 4 passed and you had uh, various voter registrars who were saying they needed guidance from the state. Uh, Republicans were racing to change the law, saying they had to pay back all of their fines in order to actually get their voting rights restored. And that was there were all kind of people who were saying, look, we don't know what's going on here because it passed. And then, of course, they changed the law. They got sued. The Florida Supreme Court uh, affirmed that decision by the Republicans in the state. Uh, and so for the governor to spend millions of dollars on this unit and, and what? There were only 20 cases. Well, and think about it. Like you just said, we're spending millions of dollars arresting Florida citizens for voting when their own government gave them voter ID cards and said they could vote. I mean, the truth is we know how to fix this system. Those of us here at FRC, we've been clamoring for this since 2018, 2019, 2020. We're saying you got to fix the front end of the system. You got to be able to give somebody voter eligibility uh, verification right on the front end. Now, let's be honest. I'm, I'm somebody with a felony conviction. You know, if I go try to get food stamps, I try to get, you know, government services, man, they're going to determine my voter eligibility immediately on the front end. What we should have at least as good a system as that for voting, especially four or five years after uh, the voters were very clear about what we wanted. The truth is none of these people should have been arrested in the first place. We had a system that could give assurances on the front end. Instead, we're spending millions of dollars on law enforcement and courts and investigations, and we're seeing what kind of impact it's having in the community by that video right there. It's 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 just it's it's a super unsettling, especially as we go into this upcoming election. Absolutely. So, what are y'all doing right now to warn? Uh, fully incarcerated because again, folks are seeing this video, uh, and there's and look, you, you can even tell these officers were like, We really don't want the hell we're here while we're doing this. I mean, they were apologetic uh, for what was going on. Uh, and so, what are y'all doing to warn folks uh, as a result uh, of these scare tactics uh, that the governor uh, has unleashed on the formerly incarcerated in Florida? Yeah, I mean, we're doing a couple things. I appreciate you asking. Uh, one, once these arrests started. We immediately set up a bail fund. We immediately set up a legal defense fund because, look, we know the system. 98% of people plead out, right? So we got folks put in a situation which they're sitting in jail trying to negotiate for their own freedom and for their own future. Um, and it's an uneven negotiation. So we want to make sure that we can get everybody out. We want to make sure that anyone who wanted uh, attorney, that, that we could get somebody assigned to them so that they could have counsel, they could make wise decisions. And we want these these conversations to be having in the courtroom, right? Because we know that there needs to be intent. And we didn't see intent from anybody there. We saw shock that they were even being arrested, right? Everyone that we're seeing in those videos are saying the same things that we're reading in all these affidavits, right? I didn't know that I was, you know, I was, I was on the sidelines of my community for years. I wanted to vote. I wanted to be a part of my community. So I did because the government told me I did. And now two, three years later, you know, they're getting arrested. So what we're doing is getting the word out to all of our members through our chapters, through webinars, through one-on-one uh, uh, -on -one conversations and, 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 and making sure that folks uh, know that they can connect with us and connect with attorneys if they have questions. Because we got a horrible situation, to be frank, here in, in Florida. If you're unsure, the system's basically saying don't vote. And we think that's a horrible process. We need to get the certainty back in the system. And that's why we're also grateful for platforms like yours. 
and and you know, in which we can be very very clear. Other states have figured this out. They know how to determine eligibility on the front end of that process, so that we don't have to deal with any of this stuff on the back end. Uh, the, the couple of gentlemen uh, who are in the, the videos that we saw, they got their information from the DMV. They went down to the DMV and had government folks tell them that they were eligible. If I went down to the DMV as a 13-year-old and said, hey, I want to drive, and they gave me a, a, a driver's license for three years and then arrested me afterwards, I think we'd all be up in arms. But that's exactly the process that we have here. We have a system that doesn't work, and now we're reacting to it with law enforcement and criminalizing voting and making Making things worse. So, man, we're, we are beating the drum as loud as we possibly can. And, and I say it again and again. And thanks for allowing us to talk to, to, to folks uh, who care about this uh, uh, through your program. And we're really grateful for that. Well, Neil, we certainly appreciate it. Uh, give my best to Desmond uh, and Sheena as well. Uh, it's just a shame for these folks having to deal with that. This woman trying to go to work and then she gets arrested. She's trying to tell her husband uh, because of the actions of Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Well, we appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Thank you so much. Uh, Michael Brown, I'll start with you. Uh, actually, Mr. over Larry. It's just he's there in Florida. Larry, if, there's, if, if, if people need any other reason to throw Ron DeSantis out and vote for Charlie Chris, this is a perfect example right here. I mean, what 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 he is doing, this is about intimidating the formerly incarcerated, and I really hope those upwards of 1.4 million people in Florida who are formerly incarcerated use the power of that ballot and throw him and every single other Republican who passed that law trying to stop them from being able to get their voting rights restored. So, Roland, we know this video and how they were treated is, is how with people in, in the state of Florida, the governor are treating returning citizens, but not just returning citizens. We also talk about migrants also. Right. Um, I think that the, the, the issue here in, in Florida Roland, is that there are some people who don't have a problem with this kind of behavior. Let, let, let's be clear. We even seen some of the recent polling numbers leading up to the November election in the governor race, governor's race in particular. But. If you're an American and you believe in fairness, you certainly can't believe this is the way things should be done. It's also, once again, as it was, you know, you've highlighted is that those individuals, the state said that they could vote. And then they were arrested a few years later. So, this, and we and we're clearly understand that we have an election coming up in a couple of weeks. So this is, this is a silly season as it relates to politics. Another layer to this rule, and I think is really important and is terrorizing for, for Florida, Floridians like look like me is, if we allow Governor DeSantis to win in a few weeks, as he ramps up to run in 2024, it will get far worse for black and brown Floridians. So it is important in the next couple of weeks that we put an end to this, these shenanigans right now, because we can't allow our you know, everyday per individual in the state to be treated like this. And if we allow this to be people of this occur in Florida, we'll see that mirrored in other states. But once again, it's silly season leading up to elections. And they're once again rolling. There are people in this state who embrace this kind of behavior from the government. Um, Michael, I, I said I did a, a video the other day where I said uh, the hell that is going to be unleashed on Americans, especially black folks, if Republicans take control of the House and the Senate, as well as more governor's mansions is real. And, you know, I've got these uh, these fake new black, these so-called new black media people out here who frankly represent nobody. All they do is talk about other people trying to say, oh, my goodness, uh, these are scare tactics. Uh, Roland's employing. No fools. Look at this. 
This is real. If Ron DeSantis gets reelected, we are to see how he is terrorizing teachers uh, when it comes to teaching there, how they're trying to actually strip folks uh, of tenure, how they're trying to tell what they can't teach in classrooms. And so it's abundantly clear what's going on. And then you and then you got people like Senator Marco Rubio, who's running against Congresswoman Val Demings. Uh, he wants to be the senator for another six years, who's just kissing the behind of Donald Trump. And I'm telling you, people, you can sit here and, and play games if you want to. But the agenda that they plan to unleash is all about literally stealing elections. Steve Bannon has said we're going to put people in the rooms counting the votes and not all votes should count. And so if folks want to dance around this issue, they can. But I'm telling you right now, they're going to rule the day if all of a sudden they're in control of the House and the Senate and they continue to control state legislatures. And it is going to be hell for the formerly incarcerated and for black folks. And, and thank you. Uh, do we have to call you Uncle Roro now? Is that um, what we have to call you? Uh, first of all, all first of all, all you Omegas just simply say, uh, bow down to us alphas. I didn't say anything. Michael, I don't know why you started. Michael, I don't know why you started. Because you know, Michael, just, just kiss the ring. Just kiss the ring. <laughs> see? I wouldn't even go, go there, Michael. But see, see, see you Omegas want to be disruptive. With uh, having to do with Governor DeSantis, <laughs> it's is one of the re- you know it's interesting when we watch some of the uh, uh, reports about him and people say oh he's he's Trump in sheep's clothing or whatever how folks describe him I don't necessarily agree with that I think he's just as bad uh, as Trump and frankly he may be worse for a couple of reasons one um, the, the 45th president didn't really understand government he had never been elected official he didn't understand he was like a bull in a china shop. Governor DeSantis knows exactly how government operates. Moreover, if he does run in 24, he will still have the bully pulpit of being governor. He does have to give up the seat. And so he'll be able to do things uh, as governor to show how extreme he is. So when he's running for president and then when he loses, he'll still be governor of Florida. As for the actual law that was passed, which was a great law, uh, they did it also in the state of Virginia um, when Governor McAuliffe was uh, governor. That you give black folks, and this is obviously we all know the history, you give black folks and brown folks the rights, but then you restrict them so much that people are going to have to make a decision. Do I want to vote or do I want to get arrested? And that's one of the, most, the ultimate deterrent. And so we, I'm glad that uh, you formed the guest that we just saw a second ago. Uh, is out trying to get the word out. I'm glad you do it every day, Roland, uh, so folks aren't scared and uh, can exercise their rights. Uh, Randy, Michael makes a great point, uh, and I've said the exact same thing. Ron DeSantis is even more evil than Donald Trump. Uh, Mike Pence, I said the exact same. Uh, and uh, I have detailed uh, uh, what is happening here. Axios did their reporting talking about how uh, these hardcore MAGA Republicans, uh, what they're doing is they are putting together a shadow government as we speak right now. So if they win in 2024, the hell they're going to unleash. In fact, right now, Randy, with the Supreme Court, uh, when they when they listen to uh, the oral arguments uh, in this so-called state legislature uh, legal theory, Republicans in Louisiana and in Alabama are literally trying to redefine the definition of who is black. 
they are right. So what they're trying to do is because it was already established by the Supreme Court when it came to the census, they want to redefine that because they are trying to shrink the number of people uh, who qualify as black. They do not. The census allows for individuals if, if they put two different categories uh, to be counted as black. They want to actually get rid of that. Well, that means that if you're biracial, you put down black, you can't be included. That's how sadistic they are. I keep warning everybody who watches this show uh, that you need to understand what they are doing. They are trying to hold on to power uh, because they see what's coming and they are afraid when they are no longer in the majority. That's why I wrote my book, White Fear. They're not. They're not sitting here uh, uh, playing games here. They're letting us know exactly what they're going to do. And this was happening in Florida is a perfect example of how they're trying to disenfranchise for incarcerated people, but especially black and brown people. All right, ladies and gents. So you saw some of the video, a long part of it. Still have some more about this video, but I'm not going to play the whole thing. If you want to listen and watch the whole video, once again, go to the Roland Martin, uh, uh, Roland Martin Unfiltered YouTube channel. The video title is The Dissent is Ridiculous, Voter Fraud, Crackdown Leads to Arrest, Anger, and Mass Confusion. Just a little point, so some of the guys, the guy was talking about the coalition, he's a white dude. You know, another person that got arrested was a white dude too, so I don't want you guys to think about, oh, you just talk about blacks. No, that's a fact of black, white, short. And another thing that I'm going to describe to you, I have some conversation with a co-worker this week, and that he's a he's a diehard Republican. And I was telling dude, you don't have no money. You're a poor white man. As a matter of fact, I need you guys to go to that's the those that do not know that's this bishop called Bishop Barber in North Carolina. They has this huge coalition called the Poor People's Campaign. You can go to his website, to the Poor People Campaign. Dot org and you see the work that he's doing between all the races, including the poor people, all races, poor white, poor blacks, and then you finally make a point that you poor and you white, Asian, what you poor. So everything that the GOP is doing, you're not included. Let me give you an example. I told about my podcast when I talk about uh, Brad Favre. Talk about Mississippi. Mississippi is in the number 49 in the state of everything. The the highest income average people is only $26,000. And most of the poor people, poor white people, poor black people, and they don't care about you. They are more focused on, they, are, they think they're so concerned about change of the color of Americans, the, all the immigrants of the black people, the, the immigrants that come from poor people, for countries that come here with asylum sickness, most of them, you know, and they're concerned about that. And if you still think that Republicans care about you, then Republicans just care about you if you're part of the 1%. That means they're going to put more money in your pocket and they want to keep rich and they want to keep themselves in power. If you like an average Joe, trust and believe me, the Republican Party doesn't give a damn about you. They don't give a damn about gay people. They don't give a damn about black people. They don't give a damn about nobody else. So you need to review and do a search. Don't believe me? Do your search. Everything's not online. Look at the platform. They don't care about it. They are concerned about take power and change everything. 
Fascism is the number one. If you do not know what fascism is, you got a phone, you can Google. You're going to see that now. You're going to hell. You're going to. You the think the country's bad right now? All your liberties, everything else, they are taking now. The right of the woman to choose. And now uh, what's coming next is going to be. Now, interracial marriage probably is next. Now, gay marriage probably is going to be next. And interracial marriage is going to be next, too. So, I do I agree with everything that the, Repub the Democrats do? No, I don't. That's sort of things that should be done better. But at least the majority of the policies related to concern about the people. And that's what I care about. The Republicans don't care about the people. They care about themselves their pocket and their status to be in power and give the salary to be positive that you pay from your tax money. Your tax money go to their pocket and they have the better health care than you do. So you need to evaluate and pay attention and do your search, ladies. The law is ask you, do your search. Compare what's the agenda for the Democrats and the Democrats candidates and what they're doing, the voting records. You got three weeks to think about it and do your search. Instead of being on your phone playing games, do your search because this is going to affect you, your yourself, your job, and your the future generation of your kids. So if you care about your kids, do your search right now. We got three weeks before election. Next week for, for Floridians right here, you have like this weekend because next weekend, next week is the early voting in Florida. So you can start voting next week on wait for for but as for election day, you still have three weeks to do your search. Look at it. Don't you don't believe me what I'm saying? I'm showing the evidence, everything, the reports and the videos on this podcast. So do me a favor, do your search, and you're going to see that what I'm telling you is facts. Nothing but facts. That's why this podcast is only once a week because I take time off my schedule to search things that are factual related. Ladies and gents. Nothing but facts over here at Casa Casa Nova. And ladies and gentlemen, that note to your I'd like to thank all of you people for listening to this awesome international podcast. Please keep a share with all your friends and family. Good wine and great last podcast. Please come all the way from the bottom. Move straight to the top and it should be the number one spot. Please feel free to visit my YouTube channel, Good Wine and Great Life Podcast. Make a comment. You're going to see all the information about it's a summary of today's episode. And also you can click the link to listen to directly. You can click the link about the wine, all the information about the wine of the day and how you can get some great, great wine through my friend Winton Harbison from Virginia. And once again, this is a boy, Casanova. Please be safe, be kind, and be blessed. I'll see you next week. Let's get out of here. For the number one spot, pushing my butt like a push out on the block. Holding my gun, sucker rappers get loose. Coming from the bottom, moving straight to the top. Coming with the pull up.